Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. We are finding out today who is on the Collector's Edition cover. If you're listening to this and already know who it is, congratulations to you. I live in the past. You live in the future. But today, that's neither here nor there. We will have a video recapping that information on the channel on YouTube on Wednesday. Uh, this will not be an emergency podcast situation like we had last week. Did you guys like that, by the way? I thought that was fun. Um, we're just going to make a YouTube video if you want to you check it out. I appreciate it. As always, subscribe and whatnot on YouTube. But for the podcast today, this has been requested by a couple people a couple times, and this is something I had on my hit list. Look at this. I keep a list of things I got to do uh, content-wise before the game comes out. And one of them is... What are, what are some things you're looking for in MLB The Show 24? I have compiled a list of five things. Realistically, we could go to a hundred things. I have tried to sift through a lot of the, like, extra features and really boil it down to what I think are the five most important things. Some things that got left out of this list, but I do still think would be cool. Something like... Oh, I dropped my uh, dropped my pad here. Something like like a more advanced or a deeper storylines mode. Um, I loved storylines. I think a lot of us liked storylines. However, I do think it was just a tad lacking in that it was very short, and the content was phenomenal. And I'm pretty sure the reason it was short is because it took so goddamn long to put together, which is a good thing. That is by no means a bad thing. But I like more. I like more of good things. And I feel like that's pretty obvious, and I feel like you do too. So that didn't make it here, but I'd love to have more of that content. Uh, things like that, content-related things, didn't make this video. I'm talking more about structure. I'm talking more about um, infrastructure, which is not the same as structure, by the way. Uh, I'm just talking about stuff like that. So that's what we're getting into today. As always... I love you. If you're listening, I love you. Uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify, hit that follow button. Haven't asked for this in a while. Leave a five-star review. Helps push it out to the to the community even wider than it is already. And if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe. Subscribe is important. Comment down below, what is the, like, number one thing you must have in MLB The Show 24? It could be a specific legend. It could be... Maybe one of these things I'm about to talk about. Uh, just really, your wish list. What is your number one thing that you want in LB Show 24? Realistically, in like six or seven weeks. That's freaking wild. It's, it's right on our doorstep. I can't wait. All right, let's get into the episode. So the first thing we're going to talk about. I actually don't know why I went to my game. I needed to go to... If you're listening, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Just follow me. Uh, I needed to go to my desktop view. Here we go. So, we're on the show.com slash legends with an S. If you did not know this exists, go to it. It shows you the legends that are currently in the game. In MLB The Show 23, there were 23 new legends. I'm now realizing I wonder if that was intentional or not. That's pretty funny. Um, I think my number one thing for next year... This is in order. I prioritize this list. We complained a lot this year about content, about variety, about things being stale. The number one way to fix that, 
Now, I'm not necessarily advocating for sets and seasons to come back. I don't hate the concept. I do think it needs fine-tuning. But we could fix so many problems with more Legends. That's my number one thing. And I don't just mean give me 23 more new ones. I mean our new Legend this uh, legend, legend pool this year. Excuse me, I can't speak. It's been a long day. I need, like, double of what last year gave us. Show me 40, 50 brand new Legends to the game this year. We already know we're probably getting at least six or so Negro League Legends. Last year, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven new ones, plus Jackie Robinson. There were eight total, so Jackie Robinson was already in the game. So we got seven new ones. I would assume we get six, seven, eight again. That helps take a significant percentage of the 40 to 50 I'm asking for. There are a lot of guys the community wants. Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez. No more Garcia Parr is a name that gets thrown around a lot. If you're Daddy Dibu, just give the man Julio Franco already. And we know that a lot of these conversations with the rights of folks and their estates, they're probably already sorted out. SDS probably already knows exactly how many legends they have next year. But as you can see from this list, there are names on here that you would not immediately say, oh, that's a legend, by the true textbook definition of legend. MLB The Show just calls any past player who's retired a legend, just for the sake of consistency. We know that Carlos Pena, shout out Carlos Pena, great swing, is not, like, actually a baseball legend. Just, that's what it means. But, like, Carlos Pena, Chili Davis, Greg Vaughn, uh, Mike Lowell, Alex Gordon, Mike, uh, Mark Mulder, Ryan Ludwig, no one's out here calling these people actual legends. Probably. <laughs> but I think that's how SDS can utilize its resources, which are, of course, limited. It's not unlimited money, to beef up the legend pool. Go get me, like, five incredible headline players. A-Rod, Manny, those type of names. Give me the six, seven, eight Negro Leagues players who are incredibly impactful human beings in the sport. And then fill out the rest of the new legend catalog with, like... I've, I've asked for this before, and a lot of people agree with me. Late 90s, early 2000s, just like quality baseball players. Not every player that you get the rights to needs to be a 99 overall caliber. That's not me saying I don't want 99s. That's just me saying not everybody has to be a Hall of Famer or almost Hall of Famer. Bernie Williams, Hideki Matsui. I'm a disgusting Yankee fan. Those are two guys who'd be incredible and a lot of people would love. Names like that. People who had all-star careers. Paul O'Neill, another Yankee. Also a red, though, so it's okay that I said it. We have Jake Peavy on the screen. Go get me Ben Sheets. Go get me guys who dominated for like four or five years in the 90s and 2000s, sprinkling a couple old-timers from like the 40s, 50s, 60s, and now we've got a robust new legend pool. SDS does a very good job every year of giving us new legends. This year, it was Jeter, it was Sosa, it was Maguire, it was incredible. And I just realized Jeter's not even on this list new for 2023, so I lied to you. There were 24 new legends last year. Is Jeter really not on this list? That's that's insane. Okay, so Jeter wasn't on this list. 24 new legends last year. Um, before that, there were not as many new legends. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. And of those 14, Jared Weaver's not in the game anymore. Ray Durham's not in the game. Kirk Gibson's not in the game. Three of them already out the window. Goodbye. So you have to factor in that some of these people from 23 might only have been one-year contracts. We don't know who, but they might have been. The key to unlocking so much of this game's potential, especially in the sets and seasons format, is, is a, a robust legend pool. And in my opinion, that is a very easy... It's a monetary thing. I understand it, but it is an easy thing just to get people super hyped about the game. From a marketing standpoint, if you say 25 new legends versus 50 new legends, people go, holy shit, 50? I can't wait to see who it is. 25 is like a cool number. Nothing wrong with it. Respect to those 25 players. But like 50 is a big boy number. And so I'm hoping they do, they do something crazy with them. It'll be the show 24. The next thing, and now we can go back to looking at the game again. The next thing that, to me, is incredibly important, especially now that we know that the game is not going to be current-gen only, because that would have been on this list if I didn't already know that information, is that MLB The Show needs dedicated servers. This has been talked about by me on this channel before. You've probably heard other people say it. I'm going to be forthcoming. From a technical standpoint, excuse me as I burp, I made quesadillas for dinner. Uh, from a technical standpoint, I have no effing clue what dedicated servers actually are. Not a clue. I am not a tech wizard. I know what it means, though. Or at least I know what it would mean for the game. It would mean more consistent connections. It would mean less of a freeze issue, potentially. It would, it would help fix... A considerable amount of the lag, not your input lag, that's different, but it would help with, I dropped my book again, it would help with the lag on, like, pitches uh, that your opponent throws, and your ability to respond, or pitches that seem to jump, or, or teleport, or rocket ship, or, it would help with a lot of those things, connection things. MLB The Show, excuse me as I lean down again to get my book that I've dropped for the second time, is unlike many other sports games. Madden doesn't necessarily, and people, hardcore Madden players are going to be like, no, Kenny, you're wrong. Madden does not necessarily require incredible response time based on something your opponent does. It requires a response time based on what you're seeing on your screen that your players are doing. But it's nothing like hitting a pitch that your opponent's throwing. 2K. Your response and your timing is all probably based on your shooting meter, for the most part. To my knowledge, that's irrelevant to your opponent's connection. FIFA, NHL, extrapolate what I'm talking about in your head. MLB The Show is such a unique sports game in that timing and connection matter an ungodly amount. So for Sony, which is a big-ass company, to have not yet invested the resources in... More servers and dedicated servers. It's just frustrating. Every year, I will hope it be the year it changes until it changes. Because that's a big deal. It, it, it would be a huge deal for the online community. Now, I'm not saying everyone has to care or cater to the online community. I'm just saying let's let, let, let people have what they want. 
And I have a, an item on here about offline stuff. It is not the next one, but it's the one after that. So let's get to number three. The third thing that MLB The Show needs to make a huge impact this year is a new online mode. Chev had a great tweet earlier today. We're going to go back into desktop mode and I'm going to go pull him up. Shout out to Ochev. Chev. Of course I have to type it out more. Twitter's been acting weird for me lately. Chev tweeted today. This might be tough to digest, but I really think the main reason why MLB The Show has died earlier and earlier each year can be damn near directly attributed to the fact that since MLB 20, they have made it easier and easier to get insane teams in a short time. Now, that tweet is irrelevant to what I'm saying, but my reply is what I want to pinpoint. My reply, I also think that we all played so much of MLB The Show 20 and 21, <clears throat> excuse me, during the pandemic that things have just gotten stale. With no significant format changes, and I meant outside of sets and seasons, we've probably collectively dropped, or not collectively, individually dropped 3,000 plus hours into essentially the same game since MLB The Show 20. Many seasons was added recently. It hasn't done anything for, like, a mass majority of the online playing population. Many seasons has been effective for... Offline players who'd like to dabble in Diamond Dynasty. Mini Seasons has accomplished that, I think. And for that, great great job by SDS. Honestly, it was a very innovative idea. It is like a mini franchise within Diamond Dynasty. That's cool. But it didn't really push the needle, or move the needle. Push the needle. Is that even a thing? Didn't really move the needle for the online community. If you go to Diamond Dynasty, and you look at play, and you go to online modes... Essentially, for the last eternity, we've had ranked, battle royale, and events. As well as play versus friends and casual, though those are uh, vastly unplayed for the most part. They're not the same as the first three that we've talked about. SDS, of course, did add co-op 2 versus 2 and 3 versus 3. It's, it's not, like, insanely competitive. It doesn't tickle the competitive juices. It is fun from time to time, but it's exceptionally buggy. Talk about connectivity problems. And I truly don't ever feel any sort of incentive to play. I actually don't think I've played a co-op game since, like, April or May? It's February? Like, I just don't touch this mode. And that's my own prerogative. I'm sure there are people here who play co-op every day, and that's awesome for you. But I think we can all agree it is time to refresh the online selection, the online menu. We need another mode. I don't know if that's... Uh, everyone automatically goes to Weekend League. We need a Weekend League. I don't know what would go into building an MLB The Show Weekend League. Could it work? Sure. Would it be difficult to put together? There's a blueprint that exists... Uh, with what Madden has done in the past, that doesn't necessarily mean it's easy to implement. I think Weekend League has potential. But I made a video in the past about how to refresh Ranked. And I think some of the properties or some of the, the theories apply here. It's not necessarily a new mode, but it's options within the mode. Basically, it's breaking Ranked up 
into what it is now, a nine-inning free-for-all within the parameters of whatever set or season it is. But then there's a more competitive mode. This competitive mode does not give out rewards. It is strictly for competition and an online ranking. It can be six innings. It can be nine innings. That's logistical. I don't care. Figure that out later. But basically, I want it to mimic the way online tournaments are run, where you can have 399s, you can have X number of like 91s to 96s or whatever the, the brackets are. You, can ha you have to have golds and silvers. You have to manage your roster. It could either be from a salary cap perspective or it could be, you know, with actual limits on 399s, five golds, whatever. I think that adds a layer of team building that we have not seen in Diamond Dynasty really ever. It's different from Battle Royale. It's different from events because you're taking those modes, best principles, team building, and putting it into an actual true competitive sense. You could argue that Battle Royale is competitive. It is competitive, but it's not the same as what we're talking about here. I think everyone can kind of make the distinction between Battle Royale comp competition and then what this ranked ladder would look like. To me, refreshing the online catalog is pivotal within the next year or two to keeping people interested in MLB The Show because as Chev noted and kind of as I said in the replies, things feel stale after a certain time and I think we're getting to that point where things have to kind of be revitalized a little bit. I'm now going to move on to bullet point number four, which I think is incredibly impactful. It's the most impactful thing for offline players and would be super cool for online players who want a break from the online grind. I put these two modes together because I think they both get equal amounts of no love. <laughs> Road to the show and franchise need help. Franchise got a little bit of an update from the show 23. It helped in scouting and drafting and things of that nature. The whole mode still needs work. But Road to the Show is on friggin' life support. Road to the Show needs a significant facelift. I don't know what the answer is. I have been told multiple times that while it might be cool to implement like what NBA 2K does for their My Player mode, it wouldn't work perfectly in MLB The Show. So I've scrapped that aspiration. But there's got to be something we can do with this gosh dang diggity dang mode. Because I'll be frank, it's boring. To those of you who listen to my content, who play Road to the Show every day, or who are primarily Road to the Show players, I don't ask this in a comedic way. I ask this sincerely. What keeps you playing that mode? Please let me know in the comments. Truly, I want to know where your heads are at so I can better understand how important this mode is to the community. Road to the show, anecdotally speaking, but I think they've said it on a, a, a feature premiere before, Road to the show is the most played, most played mode in MLB The Show. Hard stop. It has played more than Franchise. It has played more than Diamond Dynasty. It has played more than Retro Mode. Everybody loves Retro Mode. That's a joke. Nobody touches Retro Mode. But it is the most played mode. So they've said. 
And for it to be the most played mode, it's it's upsetting and it's uh, and it's it's disappointing that there isn't more there. This episode is coming out on February sixth. There are one, two, three, four pe- feature premieres scheduled between February fifteenth and March fourteenth. One of them, I'm sure, will be dedicated to offline updates. We will, in all likelihood get something about Road to the Show and Franchise. I am hoping it's significant. Because it would go a long way in keeping MLB The Show as a title fresh. Even if Diamond Dynasty doesn't stay fresh, I can pivot. I can play Road to the Show if I just want to relax and have a good time. I hope we get something. And then the last thing I want to talk about here is tricky. Because I said before, and I stand by this, I don't necessarily think sets and seasons are bad. Conceptually, it's a super cool idea. In practice this year, we know it had its ups and downs. It's the first year or it was the first year, of SDS trying something it has never, ever tried before. So while I was disappointed that at some points during the game cycle, it would have been unfair to expect perfection. Really, it's unfair to expect perfection anyway. That's a life tip. But it was unfair to expect perfection off-rip. It just was. Just be fair and be honest and admit that it was unfair to expect a perfect new, brand new product that has never been done, to my knowledge, in any other online sports, my ultimate team mode situation. Were there some obvious missteps that we could have thought through a little more? For sure. Like the multiple Kyle Schwarbers or the really bad uh, program structure earlier on in the year. They fixed it later on, it got much better. But early in the year, program structure, not good. There were a ton of unusable cards. There were 98s. With no purpose or or no 98s, really. So what I'm advocating for, and I think it's something that can work, is we keep sets and seasons. We shorten them just a little bit. Shorten the sets and seasons. But my number five point here is slow the ramp up. I do not want to make this abundantly clear. Have problems with day 199s. Not a single problem with day 199s. None. At all. This being said, I don't think the problem was day one 99s. It was the fact that after day one, 99s were shoved down our gullet. Set one, season one, was so much friggin' fun. And like the first half of set two was pretty cool. But then... It was, it was just a lot of crap. Not crap in terms of bad content, just like lots of crap to do and lots of 99s and lots of binder fodder that I still, to this day, there are so many cards I haven't touched. I wonder if every set can kind of have like the same number of 99s, but we just slow the process of getting there. So within each set, It feels like a ramp-up within the set and season. I want 
or I don't mind working a little bit for like the aspirational stuff. Like your your live series collections, of course, are going to be an at your own pace type of thing and they're core cards. So that speed doesn't matter. I'm talking more about the 99s that you get in packs or that you get through World Series or programs. Like, when you add up all the ways we got 99s this, this game cycle, it was craziness. Make me find value in 97 G Manchoy or 94 G Manchoy before you give me an unprecedented 99 G money. They did a good thing with how they implemented Diamond BR Mission cards this year with a lot of the World Baseball Classic guys and, like, Ryan Ludwig had a crazy good BR card. That's a good escalator. Give us their BR Mission card. They're 87 or whatever it is. Then drop me a 94 and then hit me with the 99. Let me progress with these players. So often this year, it just didn't feel like there was a logical progression. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. This year, the game felt like a grind just because it was a grind. When in all actuality, I think people appreciate a good grind when it's constructed intelligently. And I just think at times that was it was just a little bit off in 23. I can assure you, based on facts that the good folks at SDS hear our feedback and are listening. It's up to them at that point to make any changes they deem necessary. But I can promise you the comments that are constructive are not falling on deaf ears. They're being heard. So I am so curious to see the content structure of 24 because that will make or break the game. And for a lot of people, it might make or break the franchise. Because if Sets and Seasons doesn't work again, I think SDS is going to lose some former diehard customers. I'm not saying that's me. I'm just saying it could happen. So that is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, folks of all ages. That is my episode on five things I want to see in MLB The Show 24. I hope we get all of them. I'd be happy if we got two of them. But it'd be cool if we got as many of these things as possible because I think the community is clamoring for a big year from this game. And I do think there are going to be some big things. Truly. I just don't know what they are and if they'll align with my list of five. So I appreciate you guys for making it to the end of this episode. Like and subscribe. Comment below what your most important thing is you need for MLB The Show 24. I'm going to go have a drink of water and probably go to the bathroom now. Love you guys. See you next time.